Welcome back. This is Spoiler Country. My name is Johnny Horsley, and today on the show, we've got actor and influencer Enzo Zalonji coming on and talking with Melissa about his career, things he's working on, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Enzo. This is Spoiler Country, and I'm Melissa Sercha. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome award-winning actor, producer, director, writer, and influencer, Enzo Zoloki. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for being here, Enzo. How are you doing today? I'm crazy, but good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, you know, for, for our listeners, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, how did you get started in the, the film business? <clears throat> Oh well, it depends. It depends how how <laughs> how far back we want to go. But uh, <laughs> I started with modeling when I was thir- thirteen, and then uh, I, d- I I stepped into and developed into acting more when I, you know commercials and acting when I was like eighteen, okay. and that's how I started basically with modeling. You know, with modeling, and, yeah, um, yeah. I and developed that- some great connections with uh, some great you know big fashion designers, in Milan and. But, you know, entertainment is different than fashion, very different. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you were when you were modeling, did you feel like, you know, I want to do more? I want to I want to get into more character. Yeah, especially when you like reach. I mean, when I was like 18 or 17, you know, I was like, uh, you know, photo shoots, photo shoots, casting. I don't like casting. It's such a waste. Of time. <laughs> I mean, waste waiting. You know, it's a waste. I, I I rather have appointments. You know, so <laughs> I I I said, yeah, I don't like lines. I don't like waiting, and obviously, and then and it's not very artistic. You know, it's like yeah, sleep, drink water. You know, have have a beautiful skin as much as you can, work out, but it you know it doesn't really add up. You know, intellectually wise, at least. So. I wasn't really, it wasn't enough for me. Yeah, I have, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I have so much to give. I have so much to to grow. So, and then acting acting came along and here we are. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah, speaking of acting, um, you know, I I know that the, tr- the, the trailer for your film, The First Secret, has over 24 uh, million views on Instagram and the, and then the trailer for your other film, the source has over like 200 million views on there. Um, so I'm curious, I watched the trailers. They were great. Um, what are those films available to watch or when are they going to be available to watch? <clears throat> okay. So the first secret um, for now reached about 28 million views, but, and it was the second most viewed video worldwide during COVID in March of last year. Yeah. First was Cardi B and The Rock was number nine. Uh, we were we started to shoot uh, in London. So, and then we were supposed to go back in London again. And then even now it's it's not that easy right. <laughs> with COVID, especially in the UK and all the restrictions. Even if you're a big production, I mean, uh, I mean, whatever move you're doing right now, unless you're a very big, big budget, you, you need to have, you know, enough budget to... Uh, uh, all the COVID tests and people people on set, but we're hoping yeah. to um, resume production pretty soon. Um, obviously, COVID permitted. Otherwise, we need to change things around for locations. But obviously, London will be 
you know, it will be a lot of um, rechanging of that. <laughs> but the story is very interesting because it's about the real life inspiration of Jan Fleming that uh, to invent 007. So I I found out who was the real person, mm-hmm. and I developed a trilogy and made him a, a superhero. So this oh, actually, cool. this, this, yeah, this guy actually was from the Dominican Republic, but it was a Dominican spy stationary in Paris, and so. And well, you know, wow. <laughs> it, it, didn't, it was friend with Kennedy. It was, it was it was such a kind of a big deal back then. And um, so anyway, so that the story is about that one, about that. So about the source, uh, about the source. Yeah, we got about a little over two hundred million views. That was one I, I believe uh, um, uh, the most viewed uh, trailer in the history of social media. I mean, as, as a movie trailer. Wow. Um, and with that one, I developing a couple of couple of more strategies considering COVID. Um, you know, I believe that making a can be a more you know a pretty successful TV show. So we uh, we're still shooting. Uh, we have some difficulties, but we hope to uh, to complete uh, season season one in a few months or so. So hopefully that we're going to be available some point later this year or beginning of next no, next year. Because we, with TV right now, with COVID, and you know, it's easier with TV because everybody has a TV or a phone or an iPod, mm. you know, and and the cost of a production of a TV show are different than the cost of a of a whole future film, and all you know, with the, right. some states are closed or open or whatever, and you know, it's a whole different game, um, you know, movie finances wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure, it's it's definitely difficult right now with COVID and you know restrictions on sets. Now, when you do, um, you know, finish and everything, are you looking at distribution for like Netflix or, um, you know, Hulu? Or are you going to just drop it on YouTube? Like what's kind of your... No, 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 no YouTube. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Well, um, we, uh, well, this, well, part of the strategy obviously is part of like, we, we, we are currently in negotiation as well. So with another showrunner, so um depends on the final team you know uh mm. that also will depends the distribution because or the network because some people you know certain producers have a first look deal with certain studios some are you know they have you know different people under their um they have contracts with so um obviously i'm i'm trying to i will try to close the best deal as possible and considering the value of the project i think um i think we can we can close a pretty good one. <laughs> good, that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Without mentioning name, because re- even right now, Paramount is re- is opening Paramount Plus. I mean, everybody now is stepping into the game, so actually, it's better because there's more competition. So oh, yeah, that's there's true. More, there, yeah, there's more people that you can knock the door to. Uh, you know, considering what kind of product you have. Yeah, and I'm pretty confident we'll be fine. Good, good. Now, um, speaking of Instagram, because I know that's where you have a, a lot of views, um, you have over 3 million followers on Instagram, which is pretty impressive. Um, you know, how does, you know, for people listening that, you know, want to be in your shoes, for example, um, you know, how do you go about building a following like that? Like, what does that involve? <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like, a, you know, it's a job, literally. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, quality content is key. So quality is better than quantity. Uh, brand your, you know, because you can even use your own platform to speak with, uh, let's say, subconscious messages. So the way you want to be perceived by the public, but at the same time, sharing something real about you. Hmm. So um, 
I I try to keep my life private as much as possible. So it's not like you can, you know, uh, I don't really share a lot of, you know, a lot of my personal private things, but right. about the person that, that who I am, uh, obviously people that can have a uh, better perception. So make long story short, I will highly recommend great content, uh, persistency, a, a consistency, never give up and always, uh, and always know, I, I try to understand, you know, which, tar- which target audience, which audience are you trying to reach? Right. So, uh, you know, the, if, if you offer, <laughs> if you offer potatoes to people that want apples, it's not going to work. So <laughs> you have to, to be very flexible to, uh, to under and, and clever as well to understand your target audience. And then, and then over time, you know, it took me over like seven, I believe like seven years. So it's, it, it, it's not like it's happening overnight. Right. Um, it takes a while. And then again, building good content, uh, it takes a lot of time, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, photo shoots or a good location. For me, uh, everything is like literally a small production, but at the same time, I try to be spontaneous as much as possible. But um, time is, I wish we had more time during the day because between productions, between projects, between my acting, between uh, my medical platform. I mean, there, I have so many different things. Yeah. How do you how <sighs> yeah. do you balance all of that? You have so many different projects. Yeah. So no private life. Right. <laughs> you don't sleep, apparently. <laughs> Usually six hours a night. I try to do my best to do six hours and because sleep is very important. Uh, at least six, you know, the quality of the sleep is what matters the most. And, um, I try to, uh, uh, you have to learn, I, I learned how to prioritize things, okay. you know, because obviously during the day, a lot of things comes along, oh, uh, producer, so-and-so said this or send this, or the director of this, send this, or the attorneys or the contract, the publicist, the, 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 the manager, I mean, you know, the, you have mm-hmm. like a, such a workflow things that on, on that that's on top of everything that you have to do, you know, to the, to develop and and do some right. more work. Yeah. You, know? you have to find so, time to work too. Right. Yeah. I work and also, you know, and that's work out, <laughs> you know, eat sometimes to eat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, gotta prioritize and trying to find a good balance with your life, which I need to do better with that because otherwise life is, can always be work. I, I love what I do regardless, but yeah, it has to be, has to be, a, I mean, s- something more, you know, enjoy your life until you're young in a way. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you always want to be in the entertainment industry or was there a different job you wanted to do maybe when you were younger? Well, when I was younger, um, when I was younger, well, <laughs> I wanted to join the Navy. I remember oh, to be okay. an official, uh, and then, and then I had that in my head and then I kind of like photography. And then my parents said, no, you're going to become a lawyer or a judge or a doctor. <laughs> and I said, okie dokie. And, <laughs> and, and here we are, you know? Yeah. You're like, nope, I'm, I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> I'm going to do my own thing. And that's thankfully you work out, you know, sometimes you have to, to be bold enough to listen to your heart. And believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, you cannot you cannot expect to have anybody else to believe in you. So um, I just take I just took some pretty bold and courageous life choices, and thank God it is being paying off. You know, and 
I mean, life is a consistent journey. So I still have a lot to learn, a lot to do. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> I, I, I feel like I just started, you know, I, and more I'm developing as an actor, as a producer, as a man, as a person, I still feel like, wow, there is so much to learn and there is not enough time. Right. You know, there is <sighs> not enough yeah. hours in the day sometimes. No. Yeah. Correct. Correct. There is not enough. 24 hours is not enough. So we need more. Maybe yeah. we need to apply some, some hours from like some aliens, like characters and from Star Trek, that they, <laughs> you know, they, they live like 38, 36 hours or something a day. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and lately, you know, due to the pandemic, it's felt like groundhog day where, you know, you wake up every day is the same day. <laughs> Oh yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. No, some states are finally reopening. So hopefully California, you know, will, you know, go towards the direction as well at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, you mentioned your craft and and your passion for acting. How do you hone that craft every day? Like, do you take classes? Do you read books on craft? What's your process? Um, my process, well, artistic-wise, I work much better when I have any business things in my head. Because the business side is kind of like <laughs> grabbing me, <laughs> but when I'm a artist, you know, when I when I'm inspired, which normally happens at evening time or night time, <laughs> I uh, I just you know develop some characters, uh, do even some scene, I, even in front of the mirror. I just uh, or maybe I. I, I watch some of the movies that, that I that I love the most and 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 those that like literally inspire me and make me dream, make me think. So I take that take out notes if I have mm-hmm. some flashes in my head and then of, of some project that I want to develop or I want to do even more or go deeper into it. Um I mean classes with COVID, you know, there's a lot of Zoom classes, but to be honest with you, I mean I uh I mean I need to feel the room. You know, me personally, I like to feel the room better. And okay. also the energy of other people, you know, energy of other people. So everything is about the energy. If you don't feel the energy of the room, at least for me or or the person that an actor to have next to me in front of me, I mean, yeah, great. You know, we can talk on Zoom, but and you can get a, a good 40%, I think, in my opinion. Right. But you're never going to get the same. It's never going to be the same. Yeah. It's like taking a shot with a coat. You know, it's like <laughs> you shower with a coat on, <laughs> you know, it's not exactly the same thing. Again, that's my personal opinion. I encourage whoever, you know, it's, you know, what we want to do uh, Zoom classes. I just, uh, I just can't wait to just do it in person more. And yeah. in the meantime, I might, once you learn your tools, because look, acting, acting is all about, I mean, to, on my opinion, again, uh, confidence, relaxation, and focus. If you're confident, and you're relaxed, you can deliver whatever you whatever you need, you have to do. Once you know how to move the tools, mm. emotional wise, in your stomach, so you can you can mix all the standard stuff of emotions, and you can project the specific emotion that you have to do. Because like acting is like living uh, a real moment in emotion in emotion in a in imaginary circumstances. So yeah. once you are in it, you can do it. I mean, all the people sometimes say, oh, yeah, I got to go classes five times a week. This, this. I get it. But for everyone is di- for everybody, for everybody is different. Some yeah. people, they just need to feel some people, they need to learn how to use the tools once they know how to do it, just to 
they just need to follow their instant intuition and the animals they have inside of themselves. And then uh, instant intuition never lies. So once you're there, you're in the moment, nobody can stop you. No one can, nobody can stop you. Once you know how to drive your, your vessel. It's like, you want to drive a Ferrari? Great. But you got to <laughs> learn probably start with the Honda first. So in case, <laughs> in case <laughs> if something happens, so, so kind of the same thing, you know, yeah. uh, I was, I was blessed like and lucky enough to met, to, to, to be in touch with some great acting coaches in my life. Yes. And they That's gave great. me kind of what I really needed, you know, to break me or, and to open, open myself, you know, open myself more up and, and everything. So uh, for me as an actor, it is very helpful when I feel that there is confidence in me. Uh, it's like everybody else. If you're in, on set and you don't feel the confidence of, of, you know, some people in the, you know, I don't know, the writers, the, the director, <laughs> if, right. the, if you don't feel the confidence of, of them, it's like, it's hard, but that will be hard for, for, for anyone. You know, it doesn't matter how many, how much confidence you have in yourself, you know, yeah. not natural wise, which yeah. I have a lot of confidence, but I'm also realistic. You know, it's not like, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm confident out of the blue, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's an interesting point too, because I'm sure, you know, you know, as we were speaking earlier, you know, you're from, you were born in Italy um, yeah. and, you know, you live here now and you're, you're Italian American, but, Correct. you know, I'm sure the film industry and the sets are, are very different, you know, from, from different countries, you know, um, American film sets, I'm sure are very, you know, different from Italian film sets. And um, it's interesting too, how many European actors are, you know, coming into um, America and wanting to branch out and do American film. And, you know, you've got people like Michele Marone, um, who has made quite a splash and you are, you know, in those, you know, that same realm. So um, I'm interested, do you prefer, you know, American filmmaking to Italian filmmaking or is it completely separate? You know, how do you feel about that? Uh, I obviously prefer, honestly, American filmmaking. Okay. Uh, the way, the structure, the technicality, um, uh, there is a lot of differences to be honest with you. I mean, even, you know, something that we can do here in, in, in three weeks in an Italian production, it can take maybe a month and a half or two. So, yeah. but obviously the costs are way less down there, uh, because, you know, beside union, there's, you know, there's not really a union down there, but there is, there is, there are not a lot of things that you have to, it's not like shooting like in India <laughs> where you right. can have like, 500 people <laughs> as a crew but uh what i'm saying the, uh, the, the directing what directorial wise is one thing uh literally the whole workflow of a production is a whole different uh it's a whole different story um i mean obviously in my opinion but in my personal experience but i um yeah i mean i mean the, the american way the hollywood quote unquote american hollywood way mm -hmm. uh it's more, it's not like it's more artistic, it's artistic and, and business at the same time. You don't, you don't just think about, oh yeah, I just live in my bubble and just do my thing and, and boom, you know? So right. a lot of people are in Europe, they might be too full of themselves. They just do it because they have the connections to do it, not because they maybe they have the talent. Here can also be the same, but if you, um, if you have the connections or whatever and you put it together, but at the end of the day, you don't deliver, then you, you're going back home or whatever you're done 
you know? Right. Uh, you're not going to get a second a second or third chance. It depends how powerful your family, you know, whatever, whatever the situation might be. Okay. Uh, so definitely um, American movies. I mean, what we can do here is is pure magic. And obviously we can use key collaborations with other countries. Like, I don't know, like uh, usual effects in Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, using different facilities in Canada, uh, go in Mexico. I mean, they're like so many different, or South Africa. You can go right. so many different, right. so many different ways. <laughs> to yeah, be fair so though, there, to be fair, there are plenty of crappy movies made in America though. <laughs> right. You have oh, to admit oh, that. <laughs> there, is, there is a lot. And listen, look, uh, I think a couple of years ago when I read the report from the producers guild and then it was like, they, they made over people were wild. They make, they made over 10,000 movies that year, a couple of oh. two or three years ago. And none of those movies, you know, they see uh, uh, never seen the day of light, not even online or nothing. Yeah. So you're, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a tough business. <laughs> it is, especially if people think, oh, it's the best idea ever in the history. I'm going to do it. And then, okay, but what's next? Me, for example, you know, you have to think with the brain of a, yeah, for example, when I'm writing, I'm writing with the brain of a producer. Mm. What What is the trend? the trend today for a studio production company or a network, which one can be picked up more, which one has more uh, uh, opportunity or potential and, and also manage production costs. Because if you go with your fantasy and you start putting spaceships, universes, mm-hmm. aliens, you know, whatever, that stuff costs money. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. You know, Very so expensive. You need to, yeah, you need to decide where to put it. And, you know, if you want to have some visual effects and stuff and then, and then, you know, it's like uh, mixing a, a very good salad in a way. So you, <laughs> when you're, when I write, I, I write with a brain of a producer and at the same time, directorial wise, I already know kind of where to, what, what, what everything is going. Mm-hmm. So if I end up directing myself, I, I already have a, you know, all the, you know, kind of the ideas and then the, the visuals and everything. But again, everything is like, I, w- I love better to collaborate with people, to be honest with you, than, okay. than just do the, the whole package because it's a lot of stress. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure on set. So I remember uh, listening to Ben Affleck once when he said, when he was shooting the town, he said, uh, uh, because he was directing, writing, producing, I, mean, I think he did pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, <laughs> Never forget a, a high dose of ibuprofen because you're gonna have a lot of headaches. You know, <laughs> yeah. literally like spending the the, t- the breaks between takes in a dark room with ibuprofen and just try to shut off your brain. Right. Because trying to be to be the star of the movie and be the director at the same time and producer on set. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's challenging. Very challenging. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It do is. You, which role do you prefer more? Acting, directing, producing, <laughs> or writing? Um, I like, well, I, I obviously acting to be honest with you, Okay. um, acting and producing, because if you're also a producer, you'll like, you know, you, um, you're in charge, you're, you're not a puppet, you're more, you can be a puppeteer. If mm-hmm. you're just, if you're just, a, an actor, which is great, unless you're like a huge movie star and you're very popular in that, in, in that five, 10 years, you know, that you're up there, uh, you know, the studio will, or whoever can tell you, nope, we'll give you the money, you do this, or goodbye. Right. Okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. If you're, a, if you're a producer, you can say, well, you have a little bit more leverage, at least to uh, don't have your artistic vision jeopardized 
or what you think is being jeopardized, obviously, but because everybody has different point of views and opinion. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I believe when you have an artist, you got to let him. Sure, you have some guidelines. That's the budget. You cannot go over this. This is, a, you know, but mm-hmm. let creative people be creative. You know, this is what I believe. You know, yeah. once you're there, let the magic happen. You know, uh, all those great actors that now they're getting a little older or like, I mean, uh, like Jack Nicholson, uh, uh, yeah. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, or, you know, they're reaching a point, you know, they had their prime, they're still great, but. Yeah, well, you, make a, you make a good point on, you know, because independent films, like you said, tend to be, you know, at times, obviously, they're lower budget, um, not always, but for the most part, um, but there do, there does tend to be uh, more creative freedom. Uh, you know, for example, I don't know if you've seen the movie Dinner Rush. It's an old classic. No. Um, it's from the 90s, but stars Danny Aiello. And it's, you know, it's a movie in about an Italian restaurant and also yeah. a kind of like mafia thing happening as well. And um, I just watched it again last night for the first time in forever. And it it holds its quality even, you know, 20 years later, even though it was obviously low budget, but the acting was good. And you could tell that the, like you were saying, the ar- artistic creative freedom was, you know, being done in that. So I do think there's something to be said for that, you know? Absolutely. I mean, uh, that's a great, that's a great example. Or look, for example, I don't know, like the Terminator, since you mentioned, you know, oh, mentioned yeah. that, you know, it, so that the first one, the first one was, you know, it started, it started off like an independent film, you know, like, and, and it turned out to be one of the most pr- profitable franchise in the history of Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, look, uh, the Terminator or you, there is, there are like so many different examples. I mean, right. um, for example, the Godfather. That's a kind of a movie, mm. you know, that they had so many complications when you when you listening to the interviews now, even on YouTube back back then, the studio Paramount did the one at Pacino. They try and they push him. They they, they want another actor because it was a more was more famous with a bankable name, and then Coppola was persistent. And and uh he did a Scott Pacino did a, a couple of screen tests, he lost the, he felt like he lost the confidence. I mean, it was a such a wow. story. Yeah. Just, just and then he thought, oh, I thought I was going to be fired uh, even <laughs> a week, w- right. a week into the shoot. And I was like, when I was listening to it, I thought, what the heck? I mean, <laughs> this movie. I watched this movie literally, uh, maybe a thousand times. Yeah, part one and part two. Mm-hmm. I even watched it uh, last week uh, twice in a row because I was watching. I don't know what I was working at. It, they were keeping running it. I think was AMC. I'm not sure, but oh yeah, I, it, I, it's one of those movies that you always get something to learn as an right. actor, as yeah. a writer, as a director, and and it's like yeah, no visual effects, no nothing super crazy, just the story, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. that's the miracle. That's when the miracle happens. Yeah, and I think it won a, you know a ton of awards and. Um, you know, I'm partial to to uh, Godfather too, just because they go to Sicily, and uh, there's a lot of Sicilian yeah. uh, speaking in the in the film. So that's you know, I love that. But that's a great example because, um, yeah, it, it was a small film, I think, to start, and it blew up and won a bunch of awards, and you know, now it's a, it's a classic. You know, yeah, and even if you think how even Brando got casted and the but how they they wanted to pay him and not pay him and offer him and then. And I mean, Jesus, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I love the craziness part. But they didn't have anything easy. You know, (laughs) 
right. <laughs> I mean, that's why I, I appreciate this the Godfather the Godfather even more. There was nothing super easy about that one. And Coppola had like, wow. You yeah. know, it's it, it just wow. Just a wow one after another. Like, wow, yeah. wow, wow. Amazing. So that was my yeah. 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 And he makes good wine. He has a good wine. <laughs> it, uh, he's a smart man, you know. Yeah. He got a, you know, he, he franchised himself and he got a good wine, he got a lot of good things. Uh yeah, I really actually, hope he's gonna I've, do something else. I've been to his winery in Napa and it's nice. pretty spectacular. And he actually has the the desk from the Godfather in the winery on display. It's pretty cool. Check it out oh, if you nice. go to Napa, you'd like it. I've been there a couple of times for some private parties and some wineries, although I don't drink wine, but I mean, I, uh, <laughs> wow. You don't drink uh, wine. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't drink. The f- oh, I don't you don't drink and don't smoke. I don't do any, oh. not, not any, not, no drugs, nothing. Just pee. alkaline water. <laughs> Good. Good for you. You got to keep yourself healthy. You know? and, and, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and getting back to the acting for a second, um, yeah. you know, you, you obviously you, you're really creative. You do all of your own projects, but um, aside from that, are you like are you auditioning to get into anything more mainstream? As far as you know, other people's projects, do you go on auditions? Um, I do, but what a my approach is a little bit different. Um, I like to, um, for example, if I'm able to intercept a script from like a big writer or, or, or a development or a movie developed by a studio, what, you know, and that I know that is some good potential role for me. I try to track down, uh, who's a director, who's the producer and who's the writer, who is, who's our executive in charge. And mm-hmm. then put myself, try to put myself in first position in front of their faces. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of a little outside the box approach. Uh, and then on my network, I can see who knows who. But again, Hollywood, it's like high school with money. So in a way, mm-hmm. if you, um, <laughs> it, you know, they're the same, the same 400 or 400 people working all the time, if you notice. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, someone would know someone who's connected to the person they want to get to. So obviously, 99.9%, they always go with the famous person because, yeah. you know, whatever, because uh, they have a bankable name so they can collect millions of dollars in advance. Uh, but thankfully a little, you know, with social, with good social media that, that can give a little bit of a projection of bankability in a way, mm-hmm. uh, that's what opens more room for, for opportunities. Uh, but yeah, otherwise some casting now I have an audition here. I'm, I'm going to self tape tomorrow with a crew about, uh, it's a love, it's like a love story Christmas movie. So oh, cool. shooting the Midwest somewhere. I don't know if I'm going to get it, but this is something that I just popped out yesterday. Um, that I think my eight, I don't know if my agent or manager, but they sent it to me and nice. I think my agent and, uh, it's, for, it's a lead, you know, a small, you know, nice indie, but it's, uh, I, there is always potential, you know, Christmas movies are romantic Christmas movies are, are like a niche. Yeah. They're very popular, especially like on the Hallmark channel. Yeah. And all the girls and women, they love it. Oh, you know, yeah. they love the romance <laughs> and Christmas time and, you know, it's, yeah. it's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's very, yeah, it's become very popular, especially in the last couple of years, I've noticed. So, um, yeah, I think that would be probably good, you know, for your career if you could land a role like that. Well, more, um, 
I'm that I'm I'm actually gonna start working on my site today. I already read it, you know, yesterday once, but um, I like it. It's quiet. It's nice. More pumbaya. Normally, I'm more like aggressive or destroying something. But right. This Bye-bye. is more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is more. You know, something different that I like. I, I like simple stories. I mean, good stories that um, that also some some romance into it. Nice. Uh, well, I, I did want to mention, um, you know, one of your your films. It's I think it's an older film. It came out in 2010. Um, My Little Princess. Uh, you know, I, I read that it, it's won over, you know, 30 awards and, um, you know, I, I'm curious how, I, I think I read that you were, you were in contention for a, uh, Academy award nomination. Is that correct? Well, you submit it. Yeah. You submit it. And then you, you know, you don't know, you know, you, you don't know how far you might go because I didn't know. I honestly, I didn't know the game back then. I just. Right. I just uh, prepare. It's called the DCP back then. I don't know if it's still doing now, but you make the DCP and and then you submit the drive basically, and then two drives, and then and then you don't know nothing until <laughs> is the yeah. right time. So I didn't hear for like a month or so. I mean, a month and a half. So I remember I um, I went personally to the Kettingworth building and <laughs> really? and drop a letter, say, "Hey, what's going on? What happened?" And then they send me a letter, tell me what happened. You know. So to tell me the whole thing, then luckily now I, I, with, you know, from like more experienced producers now, I, you know, I, I get the chance to learn more things regarding yeah. that. Now, um, what was the question? Was that another question about my, yeah, no, I was just curious as to how that whole process worked. Um, you know, as, as far as like, you know, oh, you submit and then, you know, if you were to get a letter saying that you were in contention or, you know, cause you know. We don't. We well, don't first know of all, all that behind the scenes first, stuff. Well, first of all, you have to qualify. Now you have the uh, you have a couple of ways to qualify. I think uh, one one ways is to get to win. I think you have to win a film fest, like a accredited film festival, or you need to screen your project. I think was uh, like three, four times, uh, like four times, twice a day for four days. Three times, for, you know, something like this uh, in some movie theater, like in the LA area. So okay. that was, I think, at the time was part of the qualification. So, uh, so one or over, and then once you get the letter that you screen it and you paid it a lot. I mean, the, because you don't need to rent the projector for the DCP, and then you have, you know, all that stuff. So right. once everything is ready, you just you just send everything and. And um, back then, I just, I just, you know, I said, okay, let, let's hope for the best. Yeah. Now, obviously, I, I got some more knowledge, but that's cool. We shall see, you know. Uh, yeah. For next time, yeah, I, I want to do something for this year, but it's, I, it was too late when I, when I really want to do it. So maybe for next year, I'll do something else. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck on that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So another question I want to ask you is, um, you know, part of, um, and obviously we're at, you know, we've had a strange year, so a lot of things have been on hold, but, you know, in previous years or once the world gets back to normal, a lot of actors, a lot of, um, you know, comedians, things like that, um, go and make Comic-Con appearances or they go to um, specialized conventions and do autograph signings. Is that anything you've done in the past or anything you plan to do in the future to sort of connect with people? Uh um, definitely, most likely, yeah. I mean, obviously, it makes more sense uh, if you have a movie that you're in it. Just mm. especially, you know, Comic Con is pretty huge. I mean, 
especially if you have a movie that you're in it. So you can also help to promote the friend if it's a franchise or or the project that is about to come out or if it's already been released again to support the franchise. If you know yeah. if you want to make you know hopefully two, three, four, five, or six of it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, obviously, when the right opportunity comes, um, but. I normally the kind of guy that I let uh, uh, if I don't receive it, I create my own opportunity <laughs> somehow. <That's> <laughs> Smart. <laughs> yeah, that that that's me. You're an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's very true. Business yeah. and producing wise, you know. Yeah, and you're in the producers guild of America, which you mentioned, and you know, how did you um, get into that? Was that something you just apply for, or where is it invite only? Like, how does that work? Well, I think you uh, back then. I don't know how it should be the same about the same now, but you need to uh, I remember have like four, four sponsors, people in the PGA or they, they work in the production, writing letters, what you have done into the production, and then you need to have two recent credit when you apply in the five years time frame. Uh, they where you work as a producer into project with, which you know which they uh, receive theatrical release. So those two are the main thing. And then uh, depends on, I think there are three, uh, yeah, there are three levels to apply. Depending if you were like a producer by, co-producer, associate producer, executive producer or whatever, you know, so yeah. there are three levels. And, uh, and then the letters saying, because, you know, they want to make sure that you're really, they're really uh, are a producer, not just right. uh, someone who got the producer credit because, because you said, I want one, I found, you know. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want one because my daddy is so and so. No, I'm kidding. So <laughs> they want to make sure that you really uh that you really know what you're doing because they want well, what it is, they, they want real producers to network, you know, with with each other and and to create magic. So this yeah. is this is uh pretty much the whole point, you know. Now there is not a lot of networking beside on Zoom, which I'm not super excited about <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know the, the contact face to face um allows you to read people faster uh to feel the vibe to connect even better uh what's the what a best way to connect in front to a nice meal like lunch dinner um you know yeah nice coffee i mean yeah zoom is nice but i mean i hope that we're going back to normal at some point yeah no, i think i think we all do yeah we all miss that you know, human interaction in person for sure. I mean, Zoom is, I'm, I'm grateful that we have technology to allow us, you know, to do what we do. But yeah, I agree that definitely we, we definitely need to get back to normal for sure. Yeah. Everybody, kids, I mean, in school, I mean, and literally I mean, the whole thing, Yeah, the human touch. And also as an actor, as a person, I mean, if you don't have human contact, you don't have emotions, how can I absorb as an actor like a sponge, all the emotions and new experience, whatever else, you know, whatever right. I can grab and use and use it for myself when I have to perform or whatever. So yeah, you get the point. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and you're also involved in a uh, crossroads entertainment as well. What's your role there? Oh, I've been VP of development for a long time with um, president TJ Mancini, who is also my uh, producer mentor and, uh, um, yeah, very much, you know, VP of development. Oh. I, I do even a little bit more than that. I even produced and directed some project for Crossroads before. So uh, also with Vin Diesel once was a producer in one of them and an executive producer in another one. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, 
I can't really complain. I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, life is, life is a journey. Life is that's a journey, great. you know? Yeah. I know yeah. it sounds like you're, you're loving life and you're doing good. So congrats I, to you. <laughs> I, you know, about enjoying, like we said, you know, there is, it's, it's more work in developing right now, work at the desk more than, uh, uh, enjoying, but yeah, at some yeah. point I hope that that part will come around and, and maybe we can even meet for lunch or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so before we go, uh, tell me something about yourself that I would not be able to find on Google. Ha ha. Sorry to stump you, but you know, (laughs) um, mm -hmm, in in which level? I mean, just tell, you know, a fun fact about yourself, something, you know, that you like to do or, um, you know, something that like, you know, we can't just like go online and search your name and it will pop up, you know, something unique. I like to, I like to go to the beach and stare at the sunset Okay. for like an hour and a half, you know, before it's going down and then leave the beach when the sun is completely gone. I guess to Japan because you know from, <laughs> from the beach. so I uh yeah that's what I um that's a personal thing that I don't really share but I feel so in touch with with um whatever people believe but you know like with nature god and and all the senses and elements I yeah. I I feel so it's a deep moment you know sometimes I I put some uh some you know some music it depends in which mood I'm at if I'm thinking about someone who passed away that I loved and I love still, or if I think about uh, my life or uh, if I need sometimes, sometimes it happens that you might have a day that you're a little bit, uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> you need, you know, so. And Self-reflection. Yeah. And again, the, no, o- the ocean, you know, putting your, my, my barefoot in the water, sand and water, and just uh, even if it's cold, I don't care. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, right. it, it, the breeze, the, the energy is so powerful. And then the sunset is so much power in it. It is so, so much power into the sunset. It's insane. I mean, it, it's, it's a powerful, uh, yeah, it's a powerful thing. <laughs> it's very hot. It is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I'm sorry. I, I can be very deep as a person, so, but emotionally wise, yeah. to me, it's like, it's like, wow. You know, it, it, it's like watching a a gray movie, a, a new gray movie every day because it's never going to be the same. You always want to see a unique sunset a day. So that's a gift, literally a gift mm-hmm. from the sky or whatever people believe. But that that's a gift. So very true. And yeah, that 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 stuff touches me in a very particular way. That's great. Thanks for sharing that with us. I appreciate it. Oh, it's and a pleasure. Yeah. One last question I have to ask, uh, you know, because you're an Italian in America um, and, you know, you grew up with Italian culture. You know, what's the what's the best food, Italian food you found in America? Is Do you have a favorite Italian restaurant anywhere? Well, I don't want to, I would like not to advertise, but. I, okay. uh, <laughs> of course, of course. But, you don't have to give the name, but you can, you know. Um, there are a couple of places that I know that I, that I go almost every, I mean, I have like four, three, four, four different places where I go for lunch and dinner almost every day, like either or, nice. uh, especially even five meetings and stuff, um, where I know, where I know the owners that are Italians and I know the chef are, is it the chef, the, the chef are, you know, is Italian. Mm-hmm. So when they, when they see me, then they, you know, they, 
I, they made sure everybody makes sure that the chef makes my dish <laughs> because <laughs> because if it's the if it's the cook or the assistant chef i can tell the difference and i call them out no th- this is not from the chef this is from the cook or this is from the assistant <laughs> right <laughs> so as an italian you know some people they can um i'm gonna say fake it but they can make it look very good right but if 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 the look is good but the texture is not the same i'm like hey hello what is this you know yeah <laughs> uh yeah so there are a couple of places um especially you know I, again you never know but sometimes what what restaurants normally do is italian restaurants they normally hire an italian guy chef for like mm-hmm. 6 7 months and then they putting they put like two two three two three mexican chefs next to him so they can learn and then uh they fire the italian guy and they keep the mexican guy because you know obviously they're kind of cheaper in a way so but obviously the difference is huge you know you you can tell you know it's like right. i don't know what to say it's like if you try to put um, a french i don't know a spanish person making sushi i mean of course yeah. a japanese will be much better you know yeah for sure that's, yeah i'm yeah. a japanese chef so that's what i that's what i believe depending on your training yeah exactly um yeah what, what would you order i mean I, I love you know for me growing up my nonna used to make you know the best food so it's hard for me to eat in italian restaurants because it doesn't taste anything like you know what you have at home um but i always love when i go to an authentic restaurant and they have arancini right like cause oh arancini arancini is, cause typically, it's, is typically from sicily yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, fried. it's yep. hard like to make. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's you... a couple of places that I can tell you where to take some good arancinis if you ever want them. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. I love arancini. It's great. And it's like I said, it's hard to make. You know, it, it's always the best at home, you know, when you're when your nonna makes it. But uh, but when you find a restaurant that can do it, it's it's amazing. So thank you for sharing well, your never, Italian restaurant ne- story. Well, it's never going to be like your Nona because how our grandmothers were used, you know, they used to cook, you yeah. know, it, uh, that's impossible to beat up, you know, why, you know, it's, uh, it's a whole different story. Absolutely. There's well, secret recipes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Secrets to the sauce. <laughs> yep. To the sauce. Well, thank you so much for coming on Spoiler Country today. Really appreciate it. It was lovely to chat with you. I was lovely ch- chatting with you as well. Yeah, well, for our listeners, you know, everyone, make sure to check out Enzo's trailers for the first secret and the source. Uh, They are on Instagram. I believe they're on YouTube as well. Um, But I think Instagram is probably what you prefer. Um, You can also follow Enzo on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook um, if you want to, you know, see what he's up to. So, you know, thank you again for being on. I really appreciate it. You're the best. I love you already. Thank you so much. And we're back. That's right. We are back. Back in the saddle again. Well, (laughs) I hope you guys really, really enjoyed that as much as we did making it for you. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you got to go check out SpoilerVerse.com. Because at SpoilerVerse.com, we have a plethora of amazing directors and artists of all walks of life and editors and writers and... Oh my God! Are you a lover of comic books like we are? And then, so there's many. so many amazing people from the comic book world over at SpoilerVerse.com, and I highly implore you 
to go there and check it out. Yeah, and while you're there, you can check out all the other podcasts on our network, like Bridges and the Geekdoms and Funny Book Forensics and Haphazard Adventures and Nerds from the Crypt and so many more. Misery we put Point out episodes Radio. all the time. Go check all of them out. And check out all of the reviews and previews and articles we have going up every single day for you, every day on Swillivers.com for you to check out and to read and to love and to like and to comment. We have a store link. If you want to help support the site, you can do it two ways. One, go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash country. Or go to our store link in the middle of the site there and get a t-shirt, a face mask, a hoodie, something. Look fly as hell and help support the site when you do that because we get a dollar or two. And, you know, maybe you want to talk to us. If you do, you can do it you know, obviously on all the socials. But if you go to scpod.us slash discord, you can join our public discord server and come chat with us all day long. I couldn't say it better myself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You just mouthed out a ton of information at once and really... <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy what you're hearing because we're, we're working our butts off to bring it to you. We are. We are. I guess there's only one left thing. One left thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. There's only one left thing left to do. What's that? In oceans of podcasts, we are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind and read more. Spooky.